I love my own cooking shop and to just talk about food all the time and help people be inspired. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Social Humans, the podcast where we take you behind the scenes with your favorite social media creators to tell you where they came from, how they got here, and where they're headed next. Let's go. today's episode, our guest is Jarell Guy, also known on Instagram as Chocolate for Basil, where she showcases her delicious and beautiful food photography. Jarell, thank you for being on the show. Could you start out by telling us a bit about your relationship with food and where it all began? I started, I've always been really in love with food. Food became this thing that was almost like my savior. And it was really just, like, this insanely comforting thing that I just, like, latched onto. And I got, you know, just really, really fat. And, um, I mean, like, I mean, I didn't know it, you know, but that's what everybody else was kind of, like, telling me. Um, it's like, you're, you are so, you know, like, slow down. Like, you need to, you need to calm down on the cream cheese. <laughs> but uh, I... I don't know, like, I, like, I've always loved it, and it's always just brought me to my happy place, um, and then I went vegan, like, I went, I went vegan in high school, just because, you know, like, I had a friend who was vegetarian, and, you know, like, it, I went to the art school, so, you know, like, it was, like, the, the hippie thing to yeah. was, and <laughs> right. I, um, yeah, like, I, I was just thinking about it, but it was it was a good way for me to kind of start thinking about nutrition and like weight loss and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started baking a lot more for myself mm-hmm. and um, thinking about food in a more creative way. Um, because you know, like I grew up, you know, in, in a southern house, like where meat was always like the center of the of the plate, and you know, I was like super heavy, um, which is how I loved it. But you know. Like just for for this this new diet that I was taking on, it was just it didn't work. So I had to start learning how to cook things, just like one person meals for myself. Right. Um. So yeah. So that was that was kind of that was kind of where that um, passion for cooking for myself kind of took off. Yeah. Um, so um, at, at what point did Instagram and social media come into the picture for you? Actually, I mean, it's it's been pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Like, I I start I, when I came to Boston. Like, I came for grad school when I really wanted to be a part. Of, like, I I'm I'm in the gastronomy program at BU, mm-hmm. and I, I I enrolled because it was it just seemed like such a fantasy program where you just talk about like making cheese all day, and, like, <laughs> you drink wine, yeah, and, like, <laughs> talk about the flavor notes or whatever. I don't know. It was just like such a such a magical like you know, curriculum. Gastronomy most basically is the study of food. However, it analyzes not only the nutritional value of different foods and their culinary origins, but also their sociological, historical, and cultural significance. The gastronomy program at BU that Jarell attends is described as a multidisciplinary program that encompasses the arts, humanities, and natural and social sciences. Students in the program examine the role of food in historical and contemporary societies from a variety of perspectives, gaining a holistic view of the impact of food, food science, and nutrition on world civilization. Uh, so when I came up here, I was 
thinking to myself, you know, like, I just want to, I just want to focus on my blog. I want to go to school. Like that was just everything that I wanted to do. And, um, Instagram, like I, I just dabbled in it a little bit, like in 2014, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was, I, I was like followed food stories, which I think everybody follows, uh, if they're into food. And like, I was just like, oh my gosh, how are they creating these beautiful like table setups with food? And it was just like kind of the first time that I saw these down shots of like gorgeous, you know, mm-hmm. like setups. And I was, I was just so inspired and I, I wanted to, to just make the beautiful food that I was seeing on Instagram mm-hmm. all the time. And, uh, and so, I mean, I had that in my mind and, um, and then I just, I, I was in Boston kind of by myself and, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was a cool way to practice food photography. Yeah. Um, and then I just kept going with it, you know, and then people just kept, uh, slowly started following mm-hmm. slowly and steadily. Yeah. Would you mind touching a little bit more about, uh, your time in Italy? You said you were studying there. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. So I, like I've always been, um, in art school, like, since I was in middle school, mm-hmm. uh, and I, um, and when I was in art college, like, for undergrad, I was studying illustration, and, um, it was just one of the things that, um, it, like, you know, we, we, uh, there was a program, you know, like, a study abroad program, and I got in, and I went there, and it was, like, the, the most, you know, amazing time. Mm-hmm. of my life and I can't wait to go back but um basically while I was in college it's funny like that was that was kind of the answer to your first question like while I was in college um I realized that I was really obsessed with food because every single art project that I made was about food like they would they would be like oh you know like um we want you to do a, you know I don't know what it, whatever the project was about you know Valentine's Day or whatever whatever concept um and I would go home and somehow, you know, the concept was about, you know, a cake or, you know, like something like that. But that, like making it about like some kind of luscious, delicious food, painting it, sculpting it, you know, drawing it was just so fun to me. Like I get lost in like these crevices of a piece of bread or whatever. I remember one of my favorite uh, painting classes, like we would just sit around and paint bread all day. And I loved it. Like it was so fun to me. And, um, and yeah, so I mean, when I was in Italy, we, I was like pretty free, you know, like you can kind of pick what you wanted to study. And I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would go into the studio and I would like buy all these cornettos, like or croissants, but that's an Italian croissant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like pile them up and like start painting them as like, I don't know, like architectures. I mean, yeah, architect, like buildings. Um, so, so my concepts while I was in, uh, while I was studying there was, um, how I see, like these gorgeous Roman um, Roman buildings or statues. Um, how I see, when I look at them, I see food, you know. And so it was kind of like this mesh of like beautiful architecture and food. Yeah, that's awesome. So <laughs> n- now that you are kind of established, we'll say, with uh, a large following on Instagram, what has that looked like for you? as far as maybe brand sponsorship goes? Is that something that you've dabbled in? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, I don't, I mean, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing at all. But, I mean, if there's, I don't know, like, I'm, I guess I'm, I feel like there's so much stuff coming at me, you know? And I've just 
I'm still trying to figure out what, you know, what I'm trying to say, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I I don't like it. Like, a lot of times, I I, I want to be so giving, you know? And a lot of times, I'll even do things for free, which is, like, people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, but I, be, if, if it's something that I, I like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's an event or it's something that's fun or I feel like it'll bring this energy to my day or something like that, I'll agree to it. But if it starts to stress me out, I'm just like, this isn't worth it. Like, I, I don't know. I'm trying to juggle so many things. And, and at the end of the day, like, it's always about, you know, my connection to my followers and, and, and keeping that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, uh, that's definitely something that we believe in strongly here and maintaining yeah. that authenticity so it's it's cool to hear yeah. you say that I feel like that is something that's really hard though you know like you because also I'm such an introverted person you know but getting over that that kind of hump of just like oh is this you know like is this acceptable to share mm-hmm. I, I don't know like that's I like I, I want people to know how much I you know I, I mean I don't know I, I think I think I guess it shows if you are that way, but it, mm-hmm. it's it's sometimes hard when um, there's so much, people are just getting flashed with so much information all the time. I don't know, you want to keep people's attention, but you also want to be yourself. How do you balance that from your end as far as keeping on top of the constant pressure to right. essentially keep up on social media? Well, if you've noticed, I haven't posted on Instagram in like two weeks. <laughs> I, I, I have not been, like, my attention is, is definitely distracted from, from Instagram right now because I'm working on my book. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I wouldn't say that I do such a great job, you know? Like, I post when I'm, when I'm inspired, you know what I mean? Like, if, like, I used to literally just go into my pantry and just say, I feel like posting today. Let me make something, whatever is in my pantry. Let me cook something up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started to get a little bit more structured about it and say, you know, like I want to actually plan these things out a little bit more and, um, and go grocery shopping and like, you know, get new ingredients and kind of teach people about new ingredients. And, and that got me really excited too. Now, I mean, now that I'm, that I'm kind of working on my book, it's, um, just that and I'll do some insta stories like behind the scenes of me baking um and kind of show people that side of things yeah sorry yeah did I answer your question I feel like I just trailed off (laughs) no definitely that was that was helpful thank you um (laughs) could could you tell us a bit more about the book oh yeah sure I mean it's god I feel like I'm birthing a baby right here um (laughs) Somebody gave me that analogy, and I won't let it go. I'm like, this is definitely what it is. It's a baking book. Um, and, and you know how, like, you see the movies and, like, the man, like, the woman's, like, always, like, stressed out and, like, really, I don't know, on edge and, like, I need this and, you know, like, I'm craving this and I need to buy. Um, okay, so I have Instacart, which is a grocery shopping um, mm-hmm. <laughs> delivery service. They're, like, I type in I and, like, it pops up on, on my Google search. It's already right there. Um, anyways, so I'm baking, I mean, all of the stuff that I'm baking is, is pretty wholesome, but I'm baking all the time and I feel like I'm just watching my boyfriend, Eric. He's just like, (laughs) but his face is kind of getting a little chunky, you know, like he's just like stressed out too. Like we're both stressed out. (laughs) It's just such an intense, like 
giving my all. Like, I'm actually birthing a child. Like, I'm pregnant right now. And he's, like, experiencing all my side effects of being <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I need I need more cacao powder from the grocery store. He's like, you need me to go get it? I'm like, yes, please, go get it. You know, like, it's just, like, really, it's just such an intense, I don't know, of putting everything of myself into it. Which I, I guess is, like everybody would do that for their first cookbook you know like it's like a culmination you feel like it's a culmination of everything that you've worked for you know like everything you've done definitely Um, it's got to be exciting at the same time as well as stressful i'm sure but it's it's yeah the deadline is on sunday so that's why it's just i'm i'm really just feeling it right now but it's the most like i was in heaven at the beginning of the month and now that it's just getting back you know you know just crunch time yeah yeah um but no it's it's a dream like i fan it's it's my fantasy to just sit around and write cookbooks and like wake up and drink tea and like hmm (laughs) you know like how do i want to tell this story and like you know and then i i I walk to the kitchen and you know put it together and then you know if it fails then it fails and i write my notes but i mean i don't know it's 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 the funnest thing it's everything that i love So you may be asking yourself, why publish a cookbook in 2017 when every recipe you could ever want is available online? Well, there's a few reasons. In the same way that there's a barrier to entry for someone to get a novel deal with a reputable publisher, not just any old person can get a cookbook deal. If you've ever searched for a recipe online and sorted through hundreds of results only to find a total dud, you'll know that having some vetting behind the author of a recipe is important. Additionally, cookbooks are as much about food styling, food photography, food philosophy, the stories behind the recipes, as they are about the recipes themselves. For many true food lovers, cookbooks are treasured. For many cooks, the opportunity to write one is a lifelong dream. Has your studying of gastronomy changed the way you either approach food or the way that you view it on Instagram when you see it uh, everywhere else? Yes, it has. I mean, I think the one thing that I take from from what I'm learning in in school, it, like it just it's so political. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's so personal and political. Like I just feel like food is so complicated, and I mean, I'm, and I can talk so much about race, but um, I can also say that one thing about like health food is that it is so polarizing, you know what I mean? Like, that's probably the one thing that frustrates me a lot is, like, um, feeling like in this health community, there's, like, so many definitions of what healthy is. And I just, I will read, I mean, this is mostly, like, on Facebook or, you know, just wherever in the Internet, not necessarily on Instagram. But, you know, like, you see these arguments between people that, you know, like, what is healthy and, like, paleo is horrible and, like, you know, veganism is like you know stupid or whatever you know mm-hmm. and like I, I i i see that so much in it and i don't know like it, it bothers me like it 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 makes me sad but i also understand that food is how people identify themselves you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so like whatever you when you decide to eat you know to have a glass of wine or or go to a place and if you go to a place right and you order you know a red wine you're perceived differently than if you order you know a beer you know like a, a Budweiser or something like that and it's just like people judge people so much by you know 
what they eat. And like, I wish it wasn't that way, but I also know that, you know, in, in ways it could give people power, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess I just see these little, these little relationships and these little connections and these little um, assumptions that people make about people because of the way they eat. And I, and I, and, and that's something that I've, I've picked up from the program. Yeah, that's, that's super interesting. Um, this question seems trivial now following up that conversation, <laughs> but uh, I have to ask what your favorite meal is that you've ever cooked, both by taste oh my God, and... no, you can't ask that. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, well... <laughs> that's rude of me. That's okay. Um, or maybe not by taste, but maybe most well-received by others, either on Instagram or um, in person? Um, I, I guess, <laughs> I guess there, when I lived in Texas, there was this restaurant that we would always go to. We were obsessed with it. It was called Whiskey Cake. And they had this amazing toffee pudding, but they called it a whiskey cake because they put whiskey in it. Mm -hmm. It's delicious whiskey sauce and like spiced pecans and, you know, uh, it was the most amazing warm straight out of the oven cake. And we would go there all the time. And then I found the recipe online, which I guess isn't my recipe, you guys. So maybe this this story doesn't count. (laughs) But (laughs) whenever I make that recipe like on holidays or special occasions or whatever and I give it to people um, in my family they go crazy and that's the end of that story and I <laughs> realized that maybe that doesn't count like <laughs> of course it counts know. that definitely yeah, counts I mean it's just it's such a good it's such a good cake and I mean I've made my own version for the cookbook um, which also just makes me go crazy. Like it's so good. It's a lot. It's a lot healthier. Uh, I use maple syrup and things like that. Like a, a little bit healthier sugars, but I mean it's still sugar, guys. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, how uh, how do your friends and family view the whole uh, Instagram piece of what you're doing? Just the the semi celebrity status that you've gained um, online. You know, like, I don't talk about it that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I I really don't talk about it that much. And, like, if I do if I do get a friend, like, from college that's following me, then they'll, like, they'll, like email me and be like, Jamal, like, whoa, I didn't know that you had so many followers. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, people like food, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. who doesn't, you know? Um, but, like, my mom doesn't know. My mom has no idea. Like, she just, <laughs> she's just, like, the most, you know... Like, she's just super supportive. Like, my parents are supportive, but they're not, you know, like, they don't, I don't, I don't talk about it, you know? I kind of just, like, do my own thing, and, and, um, if something, if something happens where they end up kind of finding out about it, and they're like, I mean, they just found out that I was, you know, a taste-made tastemaker. Like, they, they didn't even know what that was, and, uh... In case you also don't know what that means, Tastemade is a media company of elite food-focused content creators. Their mission is to change the way the world makes, watches, and engages with video. Being named a tastemaker is a big honor in the social culinary creative scene. And I mean, I just, I think it's funny. I mean, I think it makes me work better because I'm not so caught up in what people, what the people that I love think, you know? Mm-hmm. Because that can kind of slow you down because you're so worried about disappointing them or whatever, you know? Like, 
So I don't even, I don't even get, get caught up in that. We kind of just, we kind of just talk about, like, we support each other a lot. Like, we have these Sunday meetings where we, like, read self-help books and we gather on Skype and we talk about it. Like, what did you learn? I think that you should, you know, think more positively about the situation. It's like, it's like really cheesy, but it's, it's like really helpful, you know? And like, and that's, and that's what my, that's what my family is there for, you know? Like, we just keep, keep, you know, pushing each other and patting each other on the back but you know never never like a never like a this is what I did and this is what I did so I mean I don't know like it's it's kind of just like yeah I'm doing my own thing yeah for sure once the book gets wrapped up and you're uh you have a little bit of time to decompress maybe uh, what what do you see the next year and maybe next five to ten years looking like for you or what do you hope it looks like I guess, like, okay, so my fantasy is to always, you know, be doing projects. Like, I love just, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm already thinking about making my next cookbook. Like, I I feel like I definitely want to keep writing cookbooks, mm-hmm. even though it's, like, such a training. Like, it's, like, all my love, though, you know? Like, it's such a good, it's a good process. But I want to do more of those. And, I, I mean, I think I want to start a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can get better at speaking on camera and kind of like, you know, building that audience. And I'd love to make a product that I can put in stores. Mm-hmm. But nothing, like it's like every, all of my projects are like projects that I could, you know, start and then come back to them when I want to come back to them, you know, because I feel like I, I like the idea of stepping away from a project for a little bit to like give it some air and like go on to something else because I get a little I, I get a little antsy and I don't you know I get bored with things you know if I'm doing it for too long so mm-hmm. that's that's why I feel like cookbooks are a, a cool thing because you know you get a concept and then it's just about executing it really well um, and then you move on I, I guess I don't know like I, I love my own cooking shop and to just talk about food all the time and help people be inspired to kind of do their do their cooking at home too in a sense, would you you almost do have that right living online? Do you see that kind of being the future and people are able to kind of own their own distribution there? I think that that's awesome. Yeah, I, I see that completely. Like television's like completely obsolete, and um, and that's why I'm really happy to be working with TasteMade because I think that they're just they completely get that and they're like so with the trend and they're, they're you know like they're always on pace or before before it all even happens and and so I feel like they can they can think about that before me or like help me um kind of forecast um those things um but yeah like I, I think it's I think it's great because um it gives me more more control like it gives if it, I feel like I I could do everything you know, at my own fingertips, you know, like the dream is to like get Eric to, Eric is a computer engineer and he Mm -hmm. has to go into work every, every day. He has a nine to five and I'm like, you know, I don't want a nine to five. I can't ever work a nine to five. It's so hard. I just (laughs) want to have projects all the time and like, you know, work from inspiration. And, uh, and so I I want him to have that too. And, uh, to kind of like for us to start on, you know, uh, channel online where we can, you know, work remotely and, uh, yeah, I mean, get really connected with our community and like just be moving all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. That's an awesome answer. Um, 
and we'll certainly be pulling for you for that to to work <laughs> out in your favor. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, I had so much fun. Thank you so much again for Thank the time. You, and best of luck with the book. Thanks for listening to another episode of Social Humans. Our guest again today was Jarell Guy. You can find her online at chocolateforbasil.com. And we look forward to seeing you next week.